knowledge, dropping knowledge, dropping knowledge. Hey, let's get it popping. Dropping knowledge, dropping knowledge, dropping knowledge. Look, I got a couple books. Now I'm here. I'ma teach, talk, truth, and talk shit. I got a couple books. Now I'm here. I'ma teach, talk, truth, and talk shit. Let's go. What's good with it, family? You already know this is the Dropping Knowledge Podcast. <clears throat> and I am your host, Sid Nessie, the black and gold one. Yes, sir. And um, yeah, let's let's just get straight into it. So, I got some questions, and um, I'm gonna need some answers like straight up. Who said man was above the woman? Where did this come from? You know what I'm saying? Um, I want to figure this out. I, I want to know, you know, because, um, yeah, in society, man is above woman. So I want to know where this come from. Because if you was to ask me when dealing with nature, you would think that the feminine and the masculine will be equal, right? When dealing with nature, but in society... No, 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 no. The woman is not equal to man. Hell no. Man is up here. And the woman is down here. And that's within the corporate world, sports and entertainment, um, presidency and politics, even going back to ancient times. You know what I'm saying? It was male deities that they mostly worshipped and then to me it's like crazy like bro i don't want to worship all you know what i'm saying just all men why i gotta worship all men Ugh, that's that's nasty bro so with that being said it's like i want to figure out uh the root of this where does this mentality originate from you know what i'm saying and um you know the country that we live in the united states of america it's a Christianized country, you know? So most of our people are Christians. We believe in God, we believe in Jesus, and we believe in the Bible. You know what I'm saying? Which is the laws and statutes and commandments in which you are to abide by. Right? Right. So with that being said, um, let's see what the Bible has to say about women. We know society says that man is right here and the woman is down here. And and within our society, we, we, we are a Christian, you know, people. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? We believe in the Bible. So it's like, let's see what the Bible has to say about women. Eh? So, 
Let's see. All right. Okay. So the reason why I'm saying let's go to the Bible and figure this out, because like I said, the country that we live in is a it's a predominantly Christian country. So most of our ideas, most of our perceptions, philosophies, the way of life is through Christianity. So if the world that we live in today and the country that we live in is, you know what I'm saying, on some stuff like man is above all and then everybody else is under you know what I'm saying? Basically, which is man is here, woman and child is here. So, if that's the case, knowing that predominantly we are Christians, it, it got to be only right or, you know what I'm saying, I got to understand where, where does this mentality come from? You know, like, who who says these things? Where, where does this come from? So, I wanna. I really wants to know where 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 this come from. Where where is the idea that man is above woman? Where does this idea come from? I, I wants to know this. So like I said, I in order for me to get to the root of this, we have to figure out where did this idea originate from. And in my mind, if this is a predominantly um, Christian country, then nine times out of ten, most of how we think and what we do comes from the Bible. All right, so we gonna figure out what the Bible says about women. You know, um, so I guess Genesis three sixteen is what kicks it all off. As far as men and women being cursed and women now having to be, you know what I'm saying, the man being the ruler over the woman. I guess it started out in the in the Garden of Eden, you know what I'm saying? So, we all know the story about Adam and Eve, right? You know what I'm saying? Adam and Eve was, you know, created and then they was given dominion over the Garden. So, first before I explain this, my uh let me let me say my disclaimer. Now, I might say some things that may offend some people and I might say some things that you may not like. And um I just want to say before I start um I don't give a damn. I speak truth over here. Okay? And if you don't like it, you know just click off and then go on somewhere else. Other than that, if you're trying to hear some truth, Stick, 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 stick with me, and we we gonna get straight to it. You know what I'm saying? Um, so, like I was saying, um, I guess everything how man and woman got cursed started in Genesis three sixteen. Started in the garden with Adam and Eve. So basically, I'm I'm just gonna give a brief description of what happened. Okay, so this is what happened. Um, Adam and Eve gets you know, permission to rule over the garden, 
You know what I'm saying? So they they happy now. They chilling, chilling, doing their thing. Adam over here getting stuff together. You know what I'm saying? Because they they trying to set their new crib up. They just got a new place. So Adam Adam doing this thing. You know what I'm saying? Eve looks at Adam like, oh, okay, he he doing this thing. Let me let me go ahead and get dinner prepared. So she like, I right, let me go ahead and go to the garden and grab up some berries for the housewarming. You did. So she goes out there, start gathering the berries, and she see a tree that she wasn't supposed to, you know, mess with. You dig? And um, all of a sudden, she see an entity in that tree, and it whispered to her, "Hey, Eve, what's good?" And she like, "Oh, what was happening? You know, what I'm saying nothing much. You know, what I'm saying just gathering up some berries. You know, what I'm saying because you know me and Adam, we about to have a little get together because we just got, you know, got our, you know, our little crib." So the you know so the you know the, the entity that was in the tree they called it the serpent. So the serpent was like, oh, straight up, y'all y'all about to you know have a little party. Well, he was like, you know, well, in this tree, it's some fruit here. You know what I'm saying that that I feel like you you may want to you know get into. She was like, no, nah, I don't, don't want to mess with that. You know what I'm saying I don't know about all that. You know what I'm saying the person that created us told us you know not to touch that. And he was like, well, this is the tree of knowledge of good and evil you eat this you'll be able to have an understanding of both good and evil and she was like oh really okay because you know the person that um you know that brought us here he, he told us don't even touch that tree then the serpent was like you know what here you go let's try it just try this one and he was like okay you know let me, let me just try let me just try it ain't gonna hurt to try it, right? So she eats some of the fruit, and then instantly, boom, get a download, getting that, getting that information, getting that knowledge of both good and evil. And she like, oh snap, it's some good shit right here. You know what I'm saying? So um, so it was so good to her. She was like, oh, I, I need to, I need to let my husband get some of this. So she goes to Adam and was like, hey yo, Adam. Babe, I, I think you really need to try this fruit right here. You know what I'm saying? And he was like, "You sure?" She was like, "Yeah, it's good." You know what I'm saying? And and just just try it. So he tries it. Boom! Instantly, pow, get that download. Start getting that information. And he was like, "Oh snaps! I've been missing out." So now they both got knowledge. They both got the juice now. They both got the juice of good and evil. And, and, and in my mind, it's like, what's wrong with that? For you to have knowledge of good and evil. Shouldn't God have given you that? He created you. You know what I'm saying? Why, why not give you knowledge of both good and evil? Okay. So, as the story goes on, now, you know, they, they, they got the juice now. And then all of a sudden, God calls up on Adam and was like, Adam, Adam. And, and Adam didn't answer right at first. He realized him and his woman was naked, so he was like, "Oh snaps, I'm naked. Let me, let me, let me cover myself up." So him and his woman went to the leaves, sold some stuff together, and you know what I'm saying, created some attire so they can then cover themselves so they won't be exposed. You know, so God then calls on Adam again. Adam, Adam, where you at? And then Adam, you know, comes around the corner and answer, hey, hey, what, what's good? What's going on? God was like, why you ain't answer? 
I called you, you ain't answer. And then Adam was like, well, I realized that I was naked, so I wanted to, you know, cover myself up. You know what I'm saying? And then the very first thing God says was like, oh, so you ate from the tree, huh? What? So, hold on. You call up on Adam. He don't fully answer at first because he realizes that he is naked. At first, he was just walking around, him and his girl, naked. God just looking at him, you know what I'm saying? Whatever whatever he doing, he just, whatever God doing is whatever. And then when the serpent come, get them some knowledge, they, they come to realization like, oh, snaps, we're naked. Let's clothe ourselves. And then when God realizes that, the first thing he say, oh, 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 you ate from that tree, huh? <laughs> You ate from that tree, huh? And Adam like, well, yeah, the, the woman that you had gave to me gave me this this fruit to eat. And then once she did that, I just started getting all type of information. And then God instantly got angry like, oh, hell no. Man has became like one of us to know good and evil. And then if we continue to let him do this, he going to eat from that other tree which is the tree of life, to have eternal life. We can't have that. Mm-mm. So what God do? He take Adam, kicks Adam out of the out of heaven, or out of the out of the garden, rather. Kicks him out. Boom. You got to go, bro. Cause, cause you now you got the juice. You got to go. He goes to the God goes now to the serpent and was like, all right, you 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 wanna you wanna give people knowledge. You want to disrupt what I got going on? All right. For all your days, you're going to have to crawl and slither on your belly and eat the dust. All right. And then for the woman, this is what he says. Genesis 3.16. To the woman, he said, I will make your pains and childbearing very severe. Hold on, before I start that, let, let's go back and let's put this up on the screen so y'all can see what I'm seeing. So y'all gonna be like, oh, he just he just saying some stuff. No. We we getting we we finna get to the root of this today. You did. Alright, so going back. Genesis 3.16. To the woman he said, I will make your pains and childbearing very severe. With painful labor, you will give birth to children. Your desire will be for your husband, and he will rule over you. I'm like, damn. So, so when you think about it, that was the very first indicator that man was over woman. God said this first. Not the preacher. Not your baby daddy. Not your husband. Not your second boyfriend, your side boyfriend. No. Mm-mm. Not your boss, not your daddy, nobody. God said this. Your desire will be for your husband, and he will rule over you. So I'm like, dang, hold on. If both Adam and Eve both ate from the tree, wouldn't you think that the punishment that both have should be like equal? Is that only fair? 
So, so, cause what this is telling me that you know, what I'm saying, I, I, I'm, I'm assuming since you know, what I'm saying, I, 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 I'm guessing, cause I don't know, you know, what I'm saying, I can't go to church and ask no questions, cause you can't question God. You cannot question God. So if you got questions, you just, you just shit out of luck. So, with that being said, I'm like, I guess I gotta assume and come up with my own interpretations or assumptions. So basically, what this is saying to me. When I think about it, um, yes, Adam and Eve both did eat from the tree, but since Eve was easily seduced by the serpent, she is the weaker vessel, I'm assuming. So her punishment is more severe than Adam's and the serpent's, because the serpent just, he, he just got you know, cursed to, you know, slither around on his belly for the rest of his days. And then Adam was just thrown out of the, you know what I'm saying, out of the garden to to tend to the ground and, and you know, be a, a hunter and gatherer and have to do hard labor for the rest of his days. But when it came to the woman, oh, no, 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 your punishment is a little bit more worse and severe. Because something that's supposed to be so beautiful as far as giving birth to children, he said he gonna make sure that it's very painful and severe. One, and that your desires would be just for your husband and he's gonna rule over you. So you, the woman got hit with three different things. Like, damn. Okay. So this is um, marriage violations. Let's go to the next one. Marriage violations, Deuteronomy 22, 20 through 24. So, I guess this is, like I said, this is marriage violations. So, this is basically explaining um, how you will be punished if you violate the laws and the commandments when supposed to be getting married, I guess. I, I don't know. This is crazy. So, 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 basically, a woman who's a virgin that's living with her father is supposed to stay a virgin while she is in the house, you know what I'm saying, with her father. So, um, and then when that woman gets married, then she can lose her virginity to her husband. So, if a woman is in a house with her father... You know what I'm saying? And she's she she just have sex without being married. That's that's considered a sin. Okay? And before a, a man marries a woman, they have to show proof that she is a virgin. And if she can't show proof that she is a virgin, <laughs> let's 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 see what the Bible say. So Deuteronomy 22, 20 through 24. If, however, the charge is true and no proof of the young woman's virginity can be found, she shall be brought to the door of her father's house, and there the men of her town shall stone her to death. Okay? She has done an outrageous thing in Israel 
by being promiscuous, promiscuous while still in her father's house. You must purge the evil from around you. Okay. Damn. Okay. To lose your virginity before you're married is evil and you must purge it from around you. These are God words. Okay. If a man is found sleeping with another man's wife, both of them who slept with her, okay, both, I'm sorry, huh? both the man who slept with her and the woman must die. Well, damn. You must purge the evil from Israel. If a man happens to meet in a town a virgin pledged to be married and he sleeps with her, you shall take both of them to the gate of that town and stone them to death. The young woman, because she has, oh no, she was in a town and did not scream for help. And the man, because he violated another man's wife, you must purge the evil from around you. <laughs> Hold on, so let, let me get this straight. So if a woman who's pledged to be married, so I guess that's saying she's engaged. She's not actually married, but she's engaged. And she could just be walking through the town, going to the store or something. You know what I'm saying? And a man just happens to see her. Like, oh, I want that. And then he goes get that. You know what I'm saying? Go, go, go. He go, he go take that. And with her being, you know, afraid to lose her life, she she don't really scream. She just, she's just like, oh, man. She just let, let it happen. And for this... Is a sin and she must die as well as the man. So, okay, I can understand the man dying because, you know what I'm saying, you just violated another man's fiance. I mean, you just raped a woman. But just because the woman didn't scream, she has to die? Well, God damn, bro. <laughs> That's kind of harsh if you ask me. She innocent. But this is this is what God says. Okay? This is what God says. Okay? Deuteronomy 22, 28 through 29. If a man happens to meet a virgin who is not pledged to be married and he rapes her and they are discovered, he shall pay her father... 50 shackles of silver. He must marry the young woman for he has violated her. He can never divorce her as long as he lives. Okay. Okay, so when I when I read this, what 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 does this what what does my spirit feel? And what 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 does my spirit say? Not, not, I don't want to go off of just because this is the Bible and God says this is, this is whatever, then I'm just supposed to go with it. But what actually does my spirit says and what does my spirit feel when I hear if a man happens to meet a virgin who is not pledged to be married and he rapes her, 
So basically what this saying is like, hey, if I see a little, little young, little tender, little thing, thing, and I, and I like that, and I go take that, and, and we're not found out, I'm good. You know what I'm saying? I ain't got to spend no bread. I ain't got to marry nobody. I can just take it and go on by my, by my business. But the other way around, if I happen to just see a little tender walking down the street and I just get that urge and I, and I feel like, man, I want that. I want that. And I go take it. And I rape her. And then we get discovered. Somebody find out. Then it's like, damn. Now I got to go pay her father $50 and now I got to marry her for the rest of my days. I cannot divorce her. I don't even know her. She she probably can't even cook. Now I got to give her daddy $50 to, 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 you know what I'm saying, for a woman that I don't really even like. I just wanted to get, get some. I seen her walking down the street. Now I got to marry her. She probably can't even cook. She probably don't even want to clean nothing. Now I gotta bring her in my house. <laughs> this is this is what the Bible is saying. Okay, let's go to the next one. Titus two, three through five. Likewise, teach the older women to be reverent in the way they live, not to be slanderers or addicted to much wine. But to teach what is good. They, then they can urge the younger women to love their husbands and their children. To be self-controlled and pure. To be busy at home. To be kind. And to be subject to their husbands so that no one will malign the word of God. Okay? So, when I read these words, what does my spirit feel? How does it feel? Okay, so, basically, um, women, we need you to be self-controlled at all times and pure. Not to be slanderous and not to be drinking too much wine. No, no, no. Don't drink. And be at home tending to the children. You, you want to go to the store? Hold on, hold on, hold on. You want to go outside? You want to go? No. No. To be busy at home. To be kind. And to be subject to your husband. That's that's all. That's the onlyest thing that you need to be doing. You know what I'm saying? I don't want her nothing. You you need to be at home. This is, this is what God is saying. Titus 2, 3 through 5. Read the words on the screen. It's not. From me. You dig. Okay. So let's go to the next one. What's that? Okay. So the next one is. 1 Corinthians 11. 3. But. I want you to realize that. The head of every man is Christ. And the head of every woman is man. And the head of Christ is God. Okay, so. What does my spirit feel when I hear this? 
<clears throat> so, so first I just want to say now, I don't feel that it's nothing wrong with, you know, man submitting to woman and, you know, woman submitting to man. You know what I'm saying? Now, I can understand like, okay, yeah, both both parties treat each other right and submit to each other, open up to each other. And, you know, I can see if it just says this like, you know, one time in the Bible, but the and the head of the woman is man. This type of stuff is throughout the whole Bible on numerous occasions in different versions, different chapters. It's like, damn. To me, that's like what you call programming to hear it. Over and over and over and over and to the point where it get, it gets so sunken or sinking into the subconscious. It's like it's it's now automatic. Man is up here, woman is here. Oh yeah, that, that's the that's the normal. And then if God says true, if this what God says, then it, it has to be true then, right? That's what they say. <clears throat> so go to the next one. Um, okay, 1 Corinthians 14, 34-35. Women should remain silent in the churches. They are not allowed to speak, but must be in submission as the law says. Mm, 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 mm. Okay. If they want to inquire about something, they should ask their own husbands at home. For it is disrespectful. For it is disrespectful for a woman to speak in the church. <laughs> Woo, now this right here just says it all. Women should remain silent in the churches. So, now we in 2021, and I'm pretty sure that there, there are women in the churches now that's teaching. You know what I'm saying? Women pastors, women, um, you know, I don't know the, all the names, but, you know, I'm, I, I'm pretty sure, though, that there are some women that's in the churches that's teaching, right? I mean, I, I haven't been there in a while, so I don't know. I'm just assuming. You know what I'm saying? I'm just assuming. I don't know. But um, according to the Bible, though, God's words, he says that women should remain silent in the churches. They are not allowed to speak. Oh, you you got a question? Hey, hey, babe, babe. Hey, hey, babe, I got a question. No. No. Wait wait till we get home. We in church. You're, you're not allowed to speak. But, babe, babe, I got a question. What? Hey. What what God say? If you got a question, you need to wait till we get home. But right now, I need you to be silent because uh, God said so. <laughs> okay, which is crazy if you ask me. Next, we have Ephesians five twenty two through twenty four. Wives, submit yourselves unto your own husbands 
as unto the Lord. For the husband is the head of the wife. Here we go again. <laughs> Even as Christ is the head of the church and he is the savior of the body. Therefore, as the church is subject unto Christ, so let the wives be to their own husbands in everything. Now, this is crazy to me because not nowhere do I see in the Bible does God say, man, be subject to your wives. It's always that man is the head and then comes the woman. Like, why is this? And then it says, and talking about Christ, he is the savior of the body. Therefore, as the church is subject unto Christ, so let wives, so let the wives be to their own husbands in everything. So, I mean, I don't know. I'm, I, I'm, I got questions. You know what I'm saying? I wants to know. I'm, I'm just guessing, you know what I'm saying? Because uh, I don't know. I can't, I can't go to church and ask no questions because you cannot question God. So, when I hear this, you know what I'm saying, my spirit is it, it, basically saying like, when it says he is the savior of the body. So basically saying Jesus controls your body. And as the church is subject to Jesus, Women, you need to be subject to your husband. So if Christ gave his body, women, you need to give your body. Even if you don't want to. Now, if, if you feel like this means something else, please feel free to comment and, and let me know how you feel. Because uh, <laughs> this is crazy. Next, we have... Um, 1 Timothy 2, 11 through 15. A woman should learn in quietness and full submission. <laughs> Here we go again. <laughs> I do not permit a woman to teach or assume authority over a man. Hold on, let me, let me take a sip. Cause... Because this is crazy. Okay. I do not permit a woman to teach or assume authority over a man. She must be quiet. What? You want to learn? You better take your ass over there in that corner and read that book in quietness. I don't, don't want to hear nothing. I don't even want to hear you turn a page. You, if you want to learn something, you best you're gonna learn in quietness and in full submission. So, so, so when I heard this, it's like this, it seems as if the woman gotta be learning like this. Oh, oh, I don't want him to hear me. Like, damn. I do not permit a woman to teach or assume authority over a man. She must be quiet. For Adam was formed first, <laughs> then Eve. And Adam was not the one deceived and became a sinner. It was your ass, Eve. You 
was deceived and became a sinner. So now I see, oh, okay, so now I see why God gave Eve the most severe and most painful punishment. Because um, Adam was here first, so so he's the head. And then um, since Eve was so easily deceived by the serpent, she became a sinner first. She was the first sinner. So she's going she's gonna to get the most severe challenge. But women will be saved through childbearing if they continue in faith, love, and holiness with propriety. But hold on. Because in Genesis 3.16, he said now when giving birth, he's going to make sure that it's very, very, very severe and painful. But here it says... But women will be saved through childbearing. How, how, so I'm trying to understand, how are you going to be saved through childbearing when now he say when you give birth, he's going to make sure that it's very painful and severe. So how is that being saved? This, this is confusion right here. I, I, need, I need to figure this out. No, we need to figure this out. Colossians 3 <clears throat> Colossians 3 18 Wives, submit yourselves to your husbands as fitting in the Lord Here we go again <laughs> It's like, like I say though, all throughout the Bible It's keep telling you, women it's like they trying to drop seeds into the subconscious of the woman mind. You are under the man. The man is the man is greater. The man is above. The man is head. You are under here. Learn in quietness. Tend to the kids at home. You cannot assume authority over a man. You need to you need to learn in quietness. Shh. Zip it up. Shh. This is crazy to me. I just want to, I just, I'm just trying to figure out. Okay, so let's see. Now, 1 Peter 3, 1. Wives, in the same way, submit yourselves to your own husbands, so that if any of them do not believe the word, if they do not believe the word, they may be won over without words. By the behavior of their wives. Okay, so um, what what does this mean? Okay, so wives, in the same way, submit yourselves unto your husbands, so that if any of them do not believe in the word. So I'm assuming that if you, if woman, if you trying to, you know, what I'm saying, tell your husband about something, he ain't listening. So you you standing in front of the game, you know, what I'm saying, on the TV, and he like, babe. You like no, babe. I got tased. So he like no, no move. Basically, what this is saying: don't, don't try to, don't try to speak to him. Don't try to use your words. Use your actions. Use your behaviors. Meaning, just sit down, be good over there in that corner. Let him finish playing the game or whatever he he do. Then he'll be able to acknowledge you. 
I guess. I mean, I don't know. I don't know because we can't ask no questions. So I just got to go off of what the words say. You know what I'm saying? And, you know, a lot of people would like to say, uh, well, God meant this or God meant that. But um, this this has been translated into English. Okay? These words that we see are in English. So it, it can't be no more clear than this. You can't try to take the most basic English words and then try to interpret that. Because when they first found the scriptures, it was written in, in a different language. So they had to translate it into English. Therefore, we'll be able to understand it. So it's clear of what God is saying. We don't need no translator. We don't need no preacher, no deacon, no, no, no pastor, nobody standing up telling us what God is saying. Or we don't need nobody speaking for God. He's telling us what he's saying. Wives, submit yourselves unto your husband. You are the weaker vessel. You are under the man. This is what he's saying. I don't need the. I don't need no preacher to try to try to you know say switch the words around and be like, oh no no no, God God didn't didn't mean it like that. Oh God meant it this way. No nigga, don't try to switch it around. God in His own words is telling me what what He's saying. I don't need you to try to come interpret nothing. Or be no translator. You did? Okay, next. 1 Peter 3, 7. Husbands, in the same way, be considerate as you live with your wives. And treat them with respect as the weaker partner. And as heirs with you of the gracious gift of life. So that nothing will hinder your prayers. <laughs> so, <laughs> so what does this mean? I mean, um, it, it's just it's clear. First, yeah, husbands, respect, respect your wives and acknowledge that they are the weaker vessel. So, yeah, I'm, I'm the man. I'm ahead. That's, that's Trump. That's, that's right out the gate. I am the man. I am head. But in order for me to get my prayers answered, I need to respect the woman and acknowledge that she's the weaker vessel. Oh, well, she, oh cool. I can respect you. <laughs> I can show respect. I can, you know, then you, you, you want a little something. I'm like, okay, cool. You, you can do what you do. But you need to understand and I'm the man and I'm head. Okay. This is what the Bible says. These are God's words. Judges 19, 24 through 25. Look, 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 look. Here is my virgin daughter and his concubine. I will bring them out to you now. And you can use them and do to them whatever you wish. Okay. Okay. But as for this man, don't do such an outrageous thing. But the men would not listen to him. So the men or the man took his concubine and sent her outside to them. 
and they raped her and abused her throughout the night and at dawn let her go hmm okay so here goes some more rape in the bible now um so i'm i'm assuming yeah i'm i'm guessing that you know a man was a man and another man was having a conversation and then this man was like you know what i got a daughter who's a virgin and i have a concubine and you know what i'll give them to you but them keep them cats out there don't don't do what they was doing don't don't do what they do be nice and then the man was like you looking at them guys outside like shit, bro. They kicking it out there. They having fun. They got some girls. They drinking. They getting to it. <laughs> I want to kick it too. So instead of him respecting the women, being nice, he takes the concubine, throw it outside to the men, and they rape her all night. <laughs> and God is sitting back letting this happen. Man, you guys to be crazy. Let's go to the next. This, this is my last one, y'all. I'm, I'm sorry. Exodus 22, 16 through 17. If a man seduces a virgin who was not be betrothed and lies with her, he shall give the bride price for her and make her his wife. If her father utterly refuses to give him or to give her to him, he shall pay money equal to the bride price for virgins. Okay, so I'm assuming this means like, hey, you know what I'm saying? If a guy seduces, meaning he gets in the mind of a young virgin who who has not you know, been tainted, who who's not pledged to be married, he gets in her mind, he can then pay her the bride price. You know what I'm saying? And I and I'm wondering what what is the bride price? How how much is it? What 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 is it worth? Was it cash? Was it coins? Was it crypto? Was it food stamps? Was it an IOU? What was this currency that you was given to uh, the bride? For the bride price, so she can be your wife. I wants to know. And then if the daddy like, oh, nah, nah, I don't, I don't like that guy. I don't like him. He, I don't think he good for you. <laughs> all, all, all the man gotta do then is come up to the, come up to the daddy and like, listen, bro, what, what you want? I, I gave, I gave her fifty dollars. So I give you fifty dollars as well. You know what I'm saying? Just, just to shut up, so I can go ahead and get your daughter. And we can go on here about our business. Okay, so yeah, I'm, now I'm just I, now when I read this, I can now get a better understanding of why society. And the world feels that man is above the woman. It's because God says so. So now when you, you know what I'm saying, the woman, you at work, you working hard, 
as a mug, doing doing everything you're supposed to do, doing everything that that man is doing. But now when it comes to getting a promotion at your job, the big boss, who was a man, gives the promotion to the other man. <laughs> and you looking like, well, damn. I put in the same work. I do the same exact work. If not better, but then the man gets picked above me, over me. Now, you can you can be mad at your boss. You can be mad at society, and which is understandable. Yes, be mad. But who you going to blame? You can't blame your boss. You know what I'm saying? You can't blame your manager. You, you need to be blaming God. Because uh, these, these are God's words. Man is up here. Woman is down here. So if most of our people are Christians, the United States of America is predominantly Christians. So in the workforce, entertainment, politics, all of that, it's going to be mostly Christians. And they need to abide by the laws, statutes, and commandments of what the Bible says. And the Bible says that woman should not assume authority over man. You cannot teach man. And if you want to learn, you need to learn in quietness. If you inquire about something in church, you cannot ask no question. You need to wait till we get home. Wait till we get home. You got a question? Oh, I don't care right now. Write it down. And when we get home, then you can ask me. This is this is this is what this is the mentality that we have because of what God says. So we gonna need to if we need to blame anybody for women being oppressed and up under the men, it needs to be God. God need to need to answer some questions. We need to be asking some major questions. What's up with this guy? And and just because Eve was easily deceived or seduced by the serpent. Her punishment is more greater than Adam's and the serpent's. Like, damn, the serpent just was, just was cursed to just crawl around in his belly. Adam was just punished and cursed to just go down, get you get out of the paradise. Go down to earth and be a hunter and gatherer. You're going to have to now eat. You're going to have to find shelter. You're going to have to be warm at night. You're going to have to learn all this on your own since you want to listen to your wife. <laughs> all right. And then with the woman, he say, oh, I'm going to make sure when you have a child, it's going to be very, very painful and severe. And I'm going to make sure you just be subjected to your husband. All your desires is going to be for him and he's going to rule over you. To me, that's more harsh than anything because it's now with the programming the woman automatically automatically is going to assume that she is the weaker vessel. She has to um, be submissive. She can't ask no questions. She just got to be like a little scared puppy every day the rest of her life. Like, I, I wouldn't even want to treat my woman like that. If, if anything, if you ask me, I, I would want to uplift my woman. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? I want to uplift my woman. I'm like, and, and then I have... God and his son 
and and through his son is the only way you are able to reach the, he- the 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 gates of heaven. So the bridge between me and my creator, which is a man, is just through his son, which is a man. Where the where the woman at? Because we know she got the wound. She is she is the actual bridge in the connection to the spirit world, to the spirit realm. So when dealing with creation, where is she at? You got the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit. So when dealing with, like I say, so when dealing with creation, where is the woman? When dealing with death and going to heaven, where is the woman? This is crazy. I I, I don't get it. That's like, and then when you when you look at the Bible, it ain't nothing but males that they. That they talk about an uplift. You got Peter, Paul, Jacob, Matthew, Timothy, John, Jacob, Jemer, Hyber, Smith. His name was my name too. <laughs> like, damn. You got all these men. And it's like, um, is there any women that play any significant roles in the Bible besides Mary? You know what I'm saying? Like, damn. Like, like, I don't, I don't know. I, I just, I just, I just, I just don't get it. You know what I'm saying? And I, I just don't, I just don't get it. <sighs> Cause, like I say, um, when I'm looking, when I'm looking in at our community, and I'm trying to actually understand. And figure out why we so messed up. It's like cause and effect. Yeah, we all messed up. In, you know what I'm saying? The black man messed up. The black woman messed up in our community. And it's like we only focus on the the effect of things. But we don't really try to figure out the cause. We, we Black folks, we didn't just come out ignorant. Crazy. Murderous. Thieves. Just, 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 just unworthy, untrustful. We we didn't come out like this. Somebody made us into that. So so like I said, you got cause and effect. What caused black folks to be the way they are psychologically? You know what I'm saying? What what caused this? Cause um <clears throat> we we just we point fingers but it's like we point fingers at the wrong ones. We say the women say, "Oh, the man make the woman crazy," and then the man say, "Oh, the woman make the man crazy," and and it, and then it's just a back and forth thing. But we 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 point the fingers at the wrong person. Look, we need to go to the root of the problem. It's like with a tree. If you want to cut a tree down, you don't just cut the trunk. I mean, you know, what I'm saying cut the trunk, hit the trunk, and then cut it, and then it just fall down, and then eventually. It'll grow back. What you need to do is dig under the ground. Dig that damn tree from the root. Boom. And then dispose it. Now you know you 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 didn't you didn't pull it up from the ground ground root from the basis. You, you didn't destroy the foundation of that tree so it can no longer grow back. That's what we need to do when it comes to trying to figure out. While we are in the situations we're in, as long as we keep 
blaming the wrong people, we're gonna we're gonna stay confused. We're gonna it's gonna like we're gonna stay in a circle. Cause we're gonna point the man gonna point fingers at the woman, and then the woman gonna point fingers at the man. Well, what we need to be doing is going to the root cause of why black folks are in the situation that they are in. And I believe that it starts with religion. It starts with the religion that you are believing in because the Bible, the Bible that we just so love and can't get rid of and can't let go, that Bible was given to us by the white man, by the white slave owners. Prior to slavery, we already had an understanding of God. We already had an understanding of the creator. We even understood Christ. But when when a white man came, he gave us Jesus. And he gave us the Bible. Before that, we already knew about God. You know what I'm saying? We, we was, we was, we was, we had the juice. We had the land. We had the information. We had the language. We had the culture. He had to come destroy that. Take our land. Take our um our information. Take our culture. Twist it all around. Repackage it. Repackage it, and then give it back to us on some whole different stuff. Now we believe in Jesus. We believe in a white man. Wouldn't wouldn't it be good to have a god or a deity that looked like you? I I would want to see that. I wouldn't mind seeing that. I wouldn't mind seeing a god that looked just like me. With brown skin and long nappy hair, woolly hair, not no long straight fur. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, man, like it's crazy, you know what I'm saying? So, um, <clears throat> with that being said, this is this is just a discussion that I I be having in my own mind. Because, like I say, though, I am a real thinker and I want to analyze things. I'm done pointing a finger at the black woman. And I'm done of people pointing a finger at the black man. I'm done with that. We need to, we need to figure out the cause root or the root cause. We need to figure out the root cause of why we are in the situation that we're in. We need to dismantle this Bible and figure it out. And I figure once we do that, we'll then be able to have a better understanding of why we think the way we think, why we do the things that we do. And then from there, we can be able to grow. But until then, as long as when it comes to relationships, okay, black man and black woman, as long as you are holding on to the concept and the idea that the man is above the woman, then we can never truly have unity within our relationship because there's there's not going to be no equality. It's not going to be no equality there. The man is going to always feel like, well, she is, my opinion is, is, is higher because I'm the man because God said so. So I don't care how you feel. It doesn't matter how you feel. Even if I am within me feel that it's wrong, that the that the Bible says man is above woman. Even if I feel that that is wrong, it does not matter because God said so. So if God says so, then I guess it must be true. And then we all know 
that the white man wrote that Bible. I don't care what you say. If you and if you feel differently, challenge me then. Let's get it on. Intellectually, <laughs> let's get it on. But we all know, we all know who wrote that Bible. So, so he wrote that Bible and set it up that way, in that manner, and then he go out and rule the world with it. All you got to do is just, just think with common sense, put one plus one together, it's going to equal two. So, with that being said, what my main focus is to uplift my people through knowledge and information. And while I'm uplifting my people, I want to really focus in on, you know what I'm saying, rising the woman up. Because after I read the Willie Lynch letter and understood what they had to do to the woman, I'm like, okay. Yeah, it's I'm, I'm fulfilling my purpose, which is to wake my people up. But my deeper purpose is... Is to make sure that the woman gets lifted up. Once we lift the woman up, the black woman up, then everything else gonna fall in place. You know what I'm saying? So I encourage black men, if you listening to me, if you hear me, if you if you got through this whole episode, I encourage you to uplift your woman. Treat, treat her, treat your woman with equal energy don't look at your woman like you above her you know what i'm saying because if not we're going to keep the mentality of our slave master you know what i'm saying the slave master feels like he is over his wife he beats his wife she has to always be on guard and be on watch so if we know this is how the slave master think, then um, <laughs> we need to change that. You know what I'm saying? So instead of so now you go home to your wife or you looking at your woman, just just give her a big hug. Like you know what, babe, I, I love you. You are not the weaker vessel. Because because <laughs> if you were to ask me, <laughs> I don't think a man could could stand giving giving birth to a child. We couldn't we couldn't take it physically or mentally. I don't I don't think we could. I don't think I could do that. <laughs> so we, we need to show a different type of respect to our women, cause boy, they, they go through some stuff. <laughs> and just with like I say, just with childbirth or childbearing alone. So I'm about to get out of here. I, and all I want to say is, like I say, is peace and blessings to the family. And I, I hope that everybody has a, a good rest of their day, whatever time it is. Right now, um, where I'm at, it is 3.07 a.m. in the morning. I'm up giving y'all this work, giving y'all this knowledge, you know what I'm saying? Because for some reason, I just, I don't sleep at night, you know what I'm saying? I just be up learning, studying, reading, you know what I'm saying? So... I'm out of here. Peace and blessings, and I hope everybody do good. You know what I'm saying? So, let's get it.
knowledge. Hey, let's get it poppin'. Dropping knowledge. Dropping knowledge. Dropping knowledge. Look, I got a couple books. Now I'm here. I'ma teach, talk, truth, and talk shit. I got a couple books. Now I'm here. I'ma teach, talk, truth, and talk.